Guess what? You're listening to the Big Finish Podcast, launched on the 29th of November, 2020. You're him, aren't you? Hmm? Oh, him? Yeah, well, yes, I suppose I am. You are currently being rescued by the Scarlet Pimpernel. Well, I'm Benji, Hello. he's Nick, and Hello. once again we have an action-packed podcast of audio antics for you. There's ah. Doctor Who with Colin Baker and Sylvester McCoy. Yes. There's a special Christmas collection of Bernice Summerfield stories oh. performed by the ever-brilliant oh. Lisa Bowerman. For Seventh Doctor Sylvester McCoy, we go behind the scenes with the Grey Man of the Mountain. Ooh. And for the Sixth Doctor, we dramatise you with the first 15 minutes of The Plight of the Pimpernel for free... And just to tingle any early festive feelings that you might be feeling, of course, we'll be previewing the Professor... (laughs) (laughs) We'll be previewing Professor Bernie Summerfield, futuristic archaeologist and adventurer extraordinaire, uh, and her Christmassy collection, of course. In a moment, we'll be having a little chat about the Big Finish app, followed by our latest reviews when we concentrate on Torchwood Soho Parasite. And as always, never fear, we'll be delving into your emails sent to podcast at bigfinish.com and offering you a 25% discount on a randomly selected Big Finish release. Oh my goodness. Yeah, can I say fair in the neck? Oh my goodness. So, the Big Finish app. Uh, we thought it was worth answering this email early on in the podcast. There'll be more emails during listeners' emails later. But here's one from regular listener Alex Pass. So the subject of this one is The Big Store. Dear Big Finish podcast peoples, slightly concerned by talk in the latest podcast that buyers should be downloading and storing their purchases on their own kit. I've currently got a catalogue of 1,420 Big Finish releases and had to go digital a few years ago as I just don't have room for any more CDs. In fact, I moved house and had to sell off about a third of my physical collection. Was this a big mistake? I'd like to back up everything onto my own devices, but frankly, I'd need something like a boss or Aurac to take take it all rather than just my poor little iPhone and tablet. Hopefully, the Big Finish data warehouse won't be going anywhere soon. Big Al, sent from my Will Operating Thought Analog version 21. W-O-T-A. And, oh, I get it. Yeah, Votan. Doctor Who is required. Uh, in reply to Alex's uh, email here, uh, I spoke to Sue Cowley, our digital assets manager. Uh, she says quite cannily, technically, if he has sold off his CDs, then he is not really still entitled to free downloads. Ooh, we're not going to enforce that. Um, uh, she's just saying that it's practical advice that she would offer to anyone who buys any digital content from any businesses. Licenses expire, businesses go bankrupt. The world is unpredictable. Little uh, sad face. We're not, we're not not going to go bankrupt um, uh, but you know it's um it's always worth keeping it somewhere and you don't have to have boss or aura you just buy yourself a, a little drive um the pretty good estimate on the current storage for all bf stories uh but it's it's less than a terabyte far less than a terabyte so you can easily store stuff yeah so don't worry about that. But no, we're not going anywhere <laughs> anytime soon. But um, 
We just thought we'd we'd deal with that one. It's you know even though we are working to uh, give you the listened to and not listened to feature on the app, you know always worth keeping stuff locally. Belt and braces. You see, Sue is a very cautious and sensible person, and I like to follow her advice. I try to, you know, do the whole belt and braces thing. It's one well, of I mean, your favourite in- phrases, isn't it, Penji? <laughs> Apparently so. Um, <laughs> of course, you know, an interesting thing to take into account is that our master zip archive, which basically contains all of the assets, um, and especially if you're, if you know, if you're uh, uploading stuff in that in that master zip archive, we've got the audiobook format and the MP3 zip versions. All of that comes to approximately 900 gigabytes. So actually, you are still, you know, you're still under that one terabyte, and you've got well, loads of room to spare as well. So, you know, obviously, it's it might be an added expense, of course, but at the same time, um, I think you could even get like one terabyte USB sticks now. You know, yeah. so the option is there, um, but it's something to consider. I, I back everything up. You know, I, I that's that's what I do, just to make sure. Uh, I like to back things up physically because I think it's just nice to see it and know it exists. Exists? And it was very nice to hear about the zippy drive. <laughs> Thank you very much. There. Um, <laughs> right. Well, anyway, now we've we've you know discussed zips. Uh, <laughs> yes. Why don't we catch up with the latest reviews? And this week, as promised, we're talking about Torchwood Soho Parasite. What is Torchwood? Torchwood was founded by Queen Victoria to save the British Empire from alien threats. And they screw it up. From Big Finish Productions, Torchwood Soho, Volume 1. Folgate, Room 13, what's your inquiry? Yes, you may, of course, speak to my boss. Hey-ho here. Apparently you've a dead Nazi for me. No, bits of him is fine. There's something really wrong with London, but trust me, one way or another, Norton is going to have to put it right. Norton, take my hand! Andy! Now, or you're dead! Oh God, those creatures! They're in here! I can't be dying. I'm in charge of Torchwood. I think that's why you're dying. Not been the best of years. This has all got out of hand. I've lost everyone I know, and I may have sent the only two people I can count as friends to their death. And, let's not forget, I'm clinging to the side of a rocket and I'm really, really, really very bad at heights. Oh, my God! Big finish. We love stories. Professor Quatermass didn't have to put up with this! It's so simple, just go to bigfinish.com and type Soho into the search pane at the top to find this beauty. Now, first up, badwilf.com says, (laughs) Norton and Andy are the perfect Big Finish odd couple. Rounding off the team are Dervla Kerwin, is, is that how it's said? It is, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is know. how it's said. Yeah, and Joe Shire. Um, Kerwin instantly shines as Elizabeth Hayho. Shire Hey-ho. is equally charming as Gideon Lime. Highly recommended. 
great character names there. Uh, whoreview.wordpress.com and the uh, the O in Who is a zero. Clever. Uh, <laughs> complete with top-tier music and sound design from Blair Mowat. Always worth drawing attention to that. And Steve Foxen doing the sound design. Brilliant, lovely Steve. Torchwood Soho Parasite is a really strong release with a really unique pulpy 1950s feel. Highly recommended. Rating 4.5 out of 5. Well, DoctorWhoWatch.com, the clocksmiths say <laughs> that, like Tortured One, Tortured Soho uh, presents a unique, uh, distinctive a vision of Tortured that still remains true to its roots. If you've enjoyed Norton Folgate's previous appearances, you'll definitely love this new audio. Oh, love a bit of Norton Folgate. Uh, cultbox.co.uk says the intersection of Soho in the 1950s and the decade-shifting missions of Team Tortured make for a conducive, dramatic setting. It's a time and place that Big Finish could fruitfully return to in the future. And that's four and a half stars there in his little, um, little star diagram. Starometer. <laughs> um, digitalfix.com says Norton is a layered character, outrageous oh, and mischievous, like but also sometimes cruel and cold. <gasps> cruel and cool. Um, Sergeant Andy tempers his wilder moments and brings an indelible charm. And Gideon Lime, a character not without potential to return in the future, grounds everything and makes it real. This set is glorious. Nice one. SciFiPulse.net says Samuel Barnett in bold for some reason and Tom Price in bold. Uh, absolutely bold. delight. Bold. You. <laughs> <laughs> Norton and Andy are the most adorably compatible mismatch in Big Finish canon. <laughs> that was the Big Finish canon. Joe Shire is extremely engaging as Gideon Lime. Dervla Kerwin instantly establishes herself as Lisbeth. Hey ho! And on the Twitter sphere, London Concrete. Uh, says, not wanting to tell anyone what to do or anything, but if you're not listening to Torch with Soho, Parasite from Big Finish, are you sure this is the absolute best wet Thursday evening you could be having? <laughs> Interesting observation, London Concrete. And at Zach R1998 says, just finished listening to Torchwood Soho, Parasite. Uh, he didn't say it like that, I did. Uh, can't recommend it enough. It's very fun. Love the pacing, atmosphere, and love all the characters. At Scott Hancock, the director, and Pri at Price Tom, who's, um, and, and who's plays, you know, Sergeant Andy. Sergeant Andy, <laughs> yes. And at Goss Jam, who's the writer and producer. Well, more reviews next week as we catch up with India Fisher's brilliant performance oh, yeah. in Doctor Who Short Trips These Stolen Hours. Coming up soon, we'll be delving behind the scenes with Doctor Who, the Grey Man of the Mountain. Meanwhile, it's time for listeners' emails. And if you like mountains and greymen, um, then all you need to do is send your emails to podcast at bigfinish.com and they might get re re read out. They might get read out if we can read. I can't read today. so It's, you know, it's, a, it's a challenging it's day. It's a challenge, isn't, isn't it? it? Yeah. It's one of those. One of those. Well, anyway, we return to uh, Verpatal now. Oh, yeah. Um, do you remember we went to Verpatal last week? We certainly week, did, yeah. didn't we? And we're back again in the lovely tram rides going all over the place. And um, this is from Tino Rosberg. Um, subject is Christmas Offers. Um, dear Nick and Benji, 
I just wanted to say thank you for giving us the perfect means of escaping this dreadful virus year. Um, all your new lockdown productions and the many offers of former adventures help this German to forget the madness going on in the world. I discovered Big Finish about four years ago and just hope it won't ruin my marriage when my <laughs> wife discovers that I already spent a small fortune on all the audio plays I ordered so far. Although most of my account consists of offers from the many occasions like Paul McGann's birthday, for instance. Happy birthday, by the way. Uh, mm -hmm. The Eighth Doctor was the first I started to collect, so he will always be special. In Germany, we didn't have the classic doctors, so Peter Davison was my very first doctor. And back in the day, I used to visit Great Britain at least once a year and always brought some popular, um, always brought some Doctor Who videotapes back with me. Um, with the new series of Doctor Who, and it's become very popular over here, I'm glad that I could make my teenage daughter a fan. Although I haven't been able to convince her to listen to Big Finish yet. Maybe one day soon. Uh, mm. She doesn't like it, and when she doesn't understand 100% perfectly, that's fair enough. Yes. Um, yeah. Now uh, that this strange year is heading straight for Christmas, I put Christmas in your search panel and found 47 items. <laughs> I wonder if it wouldn't be such a bad idea to present them as Christmas special offers in, in for half the price, maybe? <gasps> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I already have about a quarter of these publications and already downloaded them on my smartphone. Um, it would be great to have them all for a reasonable price. Yeah, well, who knows? Um, but even without a special offer, I'm afraid that I will buy at least most of them, endangering my my marriage months more. Um, anyway, I wish you all a very happy Christmas and a lockdown-free year. Oh. Someone had to make the first for Christmas wishes. Uh, best wishes, Tino Rosberg, uh, Verpetal, Germany. Well, oh. Merry Christmas to you as well. Right, that was all jolly amusing. Um, this one is from John... Winidenen. Winidenen. Hmm. Uh, questions is the title of John's email. Hi, hope you're all okay over in the land of Big Finish. I'm a first-time podcast emailer, will be gentle, but a long-time listener. And I have a few short questions for you. Insert mastermind theme here. Ha-ha. <laughs> 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 Firstly, I was wondering on the progress of your ninth Doctor stories that are coming up. Has anything been written and recorded? And when can we expect a little more on cast and cover art? Not sure when, but yeah, things are being written and we'll be going into recording soon. Uh, hopefully all things, uh, you know, including the wind are going in the right direction. <laughs> Additionally, can we expect more class? It's probably undecided, but it is more likely than not. Or vice versa, but is it more likely than not, or vice versa? Saying um, we're not classy, I think we're pretty classy. <laughs> oh, so, there's there is a likelihood. Let's put it that way. Uh, that is one of my favourite ranges and spin-offs. But next to Torchwood, there isn't a multitude of options. Mm, okay. And finally, I was curious on your decision to make your Doctor Chronicles range full cast. Is this because you feel it's unlikely you'll get Matt in for the Eleventh Doctor set, or was the narration just causing any issues? I'd love for Eleven to meet River again on audio one day. Then. Sorry for that bombardment of questions. It's it's what this segment of the podcast is for. But please pass on my love and best wishes to everyone who makes Big Finish possible. The fans appreciate your company so much, but every area of the company deserves love. Cheers, John. You're absolutely right. I will amplify that. 
that was my uh, love and best wishes amplification device um the 11th doctor chronicles thing was uh i think we just felt that uh jake or jacob uh Dutman, it was so good at it and also someone at the bbc said oh it sounds really good but it seems a shame that he's doing narration as well can't he just be the doctor and just make it forecast audio drama and so we just said to that bbc person what a good idea we'll do that then and that's what happened so that's the reason for it really i mean you're absolutely right that matt smith is not um uh, working for us uh, and i and i hope that one day that will change but i think um, as i said in an interview recently on a podcast the paul verhoven podcast i can't remember what it's called now isn't that awful did that lovely podcast um interview um you know if matt and peter capaldi that is wanted to do a big finish audio drama they could be doing it now it's not that we haven't asked them uh but you know for whatever reason they're not ready to do it and um and that's their right it's a shame for us but you know uh, not everyone has the same priorities as you the listeners and we big finish um but we hope that one day i mean who'd have thought that sir chris eccleston would would come on board but he has and that's great so fingers crossed for the future but nothing on the horizon with matt or peter actually well we've got another one here from troy martin rounding oh, off our email troy kennedy the martin the famous writer no very cleverly done, though. I like that. Nice thank, you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Didn't he write the Sweeney or something? I don't know. I believe, possibly, actually. Um, subject of this one is the Sweeney. No, it's not. It's the War <laughs> series. Um, hi, Nick and Benji. Greetings from New Zealand, or as Wurzel Gummidge likes to call it, Zuneeland. Um, Zuneeland. I've been. Oh, hi. Um, I have been really enjoying your audio dramas for the last four years, with the main series I've been listening to being the series set in the Time War. In particular, I've really enjoyed the Warmaster series. Oh, yeah. My particular favourite being the Master of Callus, and listening to the Master win was thrilling. Let's give it away the um, ending. I know, yeah, sorry everybody. Um, I know in a way he technically won in anti-Genesis, is, but yes, yes. is there any chance of him getting more wins on a smaller scale like in The Master of Callus? Because it's a very interesting seeing how he wins when the Doctor is not involved. Well, we've got an audio where he plays chess soon, and I believe he wins in that one. Um, Hearts of Darkness was brilliant, by the way. Um, Paul McGann playing the Master was a brilliant contrast to the way he normally and usually plays the Doctor. Mm. Uh, I'm really looking forward to the new War Doctor series. uh, I'm really looking forward to the new War Doctor Begins series. Mm. It sounds amazing, with the possibility of there being some more darker choices that the Doctor has made during this period, as we saw in the Innocent Story in the first War Doctor box set. Loving the podcasts, really getting me through all of the tractor work. Thanks, Troy Martin. Well, enjoy the tractor work. That's what I say. Is it an actual tractor, do you think? A good old Ford. Nice one. That's my tractor noise. Oh, that was very good. I could listen to that for for at least twice as long as it lasted. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's it I haven't for got this. enough breath for that, I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah, you have to learn to sort of breathe in through your ears while you're doing it. It's like playing a didgeridoo. You just move across <laughs> to Australia from New Zealand. <laughs> Circular breathing. <laughs> that's it for this week. Uh, keep them coming. It's lovely to hear from all our you regular all are you uh, regular podcast tr- contributors and new email writers alike it's such a shame that i didn't read that out properly but i hope you uh, get some meaning out of it uh, keep challenging us with your questions inspiring us with your observations 
and tingling our molecules. There's a phrase to conjure with, with your unique comments. More next time. And don't forget that important email address. It's podcast at bigfinish.com. Very nicely said there, Nick. Very nicely said indeed. Uh, Well, now we go behind the scenes with the grey man of the mountain. Which you worked on, Benji. Yes, I did. Yes, it was good fun, actually. A nice Christmassy story there, doing both sound and music. So it was quite nice to to, to do something a bit different, because I often do a lot of the Eighth Doctor stuff. So it was quite nice to do something a little bit festive. Any particular challenges that you enjoyed (laughs) overcoming? Yes, actually, this I, I've told you this before, Nick. Um, there's an interesting scene in this one, which is lovely. Which is mm. all of the uh, the characters at the end. The brigadier decides to to have You're not giving uh, a away sing-song. the ending, are you? I'm not giving away the the ending. No, right. brigadier decides to have a sing song. Uh, God rest ye merry gentlemen. Um, but of course, one of the the, the real challenges of this one is is that um, we record remotely and often in different sessions. So w- what you get is that uh, a lot of the recordings are slightly delayed, different people are singing in different speeds and different pitches. <laughs> and so when you when it all came together, it was the most ghastly rabble of noise. <laughs> I mean, it was just, it was awful. I thought, oh, God, this this can't be... this. If, if, it, if I can't improve this, we can't release this. This no. will sound absolutely diabolical. Yeah. Um, so I sat down and uh, luckily... Uh, I've got quite a lot of nifty little tools, and so I was using pitch pitch shifting and, and time boosting and cutting things and moving them around. And it took me, I mean, this was like a, a good couple of hours worth of just trying to get this all together. Wow, so done if, pretty if quickly, you, I think, you know. It was well, it was a lot of concentration, um, and if you if you listen to the individual lines, it's quite funny because you'll get them sort of you know for an example these un, these weird pauses like people saying. God rest, you marry Tullman. Like, but this is because you just have to get it with other people who might be singing. Because some people sing it, God rest, you merry gentlemen. Whereas other people give it the full, you know, God rest, ye merry gentlemen. So it's getting it all to fit yeah. is actually quite quite a challenge. So that was good fun. But it was a lovely story. It's got great atmosphere. Um, lots of lovely snowy mountains and mm. all sorts. It's good fun. A nice Christmas tale. Wow. God rest ye uh, for that. Okay, let's go further behind the scenes with the Grey Man of the Mountain. I'm Sam Clemens, and I'm the director of this episode, The Grey Man of the Mountain. Hello, I'm Emma Haig, and I'm the producer of this episode of Grey Man of the Mountain. I must say, Doctor, this has been very pleasant. Tea and mince pies. Very civilised. We never have chance to sit down and chat. Ah, that's true. I'm sure there'll be something for you to shoot at soon enough. The Grey Man on the Mountain is exciting, it's festive, it's cold, and I can imagine everyone sitting on their sofa or wherever they are in their living room with a hot cup of hot chocolate cocoa listening to this in comfort and warmth. So, Sam, yeah, tell us about recording during lockdown and how you, how, how does that change your having to direct a cast? I mean, you know, it's always amazing to be working, I think, during this period anyway. So I think just firstly, 
I'm, I feel very uh, privileged to be able to be doing anything in the arts as uh, you know um, it's, it's 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 a difficult time for for our industry but it's great doing it from home in a way you know you just make a cup of tea and go and sit down in your living room or wherever you're going to be and and it, it sort of feels quite intimate it's a different type of intimacy that you're working with and uh, this particular production uh, we didn't have the visuals um, of seeing each other this time so it was quite interesting sort of to do the entire audio via audio which I've never done before it's always been a much more interactive way of working with you know being with the actors up close and personal or even over zoom seeing them and being able to see them working or their reactions so it really sort of focused my attention more than I've ever had to do on any audio drama before which I think was a I don't know why it struck me by surprise but it really did and it made I think it just forced my ear to listen even harder than it ever has previously. Hello, I'm Elizabeth Miles and I'm the writer of this Doctor Who story, The Grey Man of the Mountain. The inspiration for this story was a piece of Scottish folklore, which is the Grey Man of Ben McDewey, which is the mountain. And Ben McDewey is the second highest mountain in Scotland. And there is a story of a creature or a presence, something spooky, haunting that mountain and there's been a whole bunch of reports about it for the past um, I don't know 130 years ish it's late 19th century someone went up there and was like had had a horrible horrible experience and then wrote it down and I think I quote I think I, I should know I do quote some of that in the story what he heard up there and after that over the course of the century there's a bunch more times when people have heard uh, footsteps or felt a presence or seen something creepy in the mist. My name's Sylvester McCoy and I play Doctor Who number seven. Yes, the Doctor did like working with the Brigadier. At least this Doctor did. We did one show together. What was it? Uh, Battlefield? And it was a joy to work with him. I got to know him before that. Maybe we had become Nicholas. Courtney and I had become really good friends. So that was lovely to actually, you know, work with him playing the Brigadier. What's really nice about this time is that the Brigadier is played by John Coleshaw and we have become really good friends. So, yes, this Doctor loves working with the Brigadier. This is John Coleshaw and I'm playing Brigadier Alistair Gordon Lethbridge-Stewart of the Clam Stewart. It's a wonderful period of the Brigadier's life and career. Um, that sort of battlefield area of his lifetime, where he's retired but still with a very strong sense of duty. The slightest hint of trouble, and that instinct just comes straight back. And it's wonderful to portray the, the Brigadier with the Seventh Doctor, with Sylvester's Doctor, because they do have such a spark and a rapport, a mischievous one, and a, a really good back-and-forth energy. And being set in Scotland, uh, that rings beautifully true with uh, the Brigadier. And there's just such a great atmosphere to this story. It's like a, a wonderful Christmas ghost story, um, full of mystery, full of those things that are scary, what you don't know about rather than what you do know. It's always, always more frightening what you don't see rather than what you see. And this story is full of that kind of atmosphere. 
Doctor Who, The Grey Man of the Mountain, available this week from bigfinish.com. Just go straight there now, type Grey Man into the search pane at the top, you know, with the raffia base and the uh, small. And you shall find it at the peak. Feeling Christmassy yet? Well, here's some Bernie Summerfield. Bernie Summerfield, The Christmas Collection, a short story anthology, narrated by Lisa Bowerman. Welcome, St. Oscar's faculty and students, to this special Christmas celebration. I know many of you are only here because the Union Bar is closed for winter break. (laughs) I sympathise and hope this lovely conference room will provide some kind of substitute, at least once you've had a complimentary brandy. Yes, Dr. Parvat, Joseph has gone to get that Malthusian rum. I'm sure he'll be back soon. Uh, For those of you who don't know, I'm Professor Bernie Summerfield, holder of the Edmund Watkinson Chair in Archaeology. I'm also Rector of Garland College's Hall of Residence, which you can see out of the window there. Doesn't it look lovely, all covered with snow? Like a beer barrel in winter. A lovely beer barrel outside an old pub in winter. A lovely warm pub with... Yes, well, I miss the bar being open too. On Christmas morning, the children woke to find that they had grown spikes. Fring discovered it first, yawning, stretching and catching her new spikes on the soft edge of the nest. It didn't hurt. She didn't feel anything other than that her tentacles had caught. That's what made it so unsettling. These hard, sharp needles were now part of her, and yet unfeeling, numb. Freng touched one spike against the soft, sensitive flesh of her suckers, and it sliced right through. She bled grey blood and wailed in pink and tangerine, her distress curling through the water to wake the others round her. Slowly, gingerly, Stront and Nessa each flexed their forward tentacles, examining the new bristle of barbs. Is it metal? cast Stront testing his spikes against the edge of his own nest and easily cutting through the moss. A weird sort of metal. Bone, replied Freng, her emanations of pink now turning more confident green as she took charge of her siblings. Besides, the spikes made her feel strong. Just go to bigfinish.com and type into the search pane, uh, Bernie Summerfield, or, yeah... Christmas? I don't know. And you shall be right where you need to be. Well, coming up soon, we'll be teasing you with the first 15 minutes of The Sixth Doctor Adventure, Doctor Who, The Plight of the Pimpernel, uh, by Chris Chapman, and starring, of course, Colin Mm. Baker and Nicola Bryant. Hey! But first, time to give you a 25% discount on a randomly selected Big Finish release. It's the Randomoid Selector... Well, rock and roll, Ran has dug out something from our archive. <laughs> that doesn't sound and it's, pleasant. It's a bit of a, well, it's a good collection. It's uh, Doctor Who Classic Doctors New Monsters Volume 1. Huge bang for your buck there. You really do. You've got four Doctors in there from the Fifth Doctor straight down to the Eighth Doctor. And as well as that, you've got loads of old monsters. Oh, um, those brilliant. are new monsters, sorry. Uh, Weeping Angels, Jadoon, Sycorax, and of course, the Sontarans. Oh, that's a cracker. Here's the trailer. Let's hope 19th century England is ready for the Jadoon. Coming soon from Big Finish Production. Michelangelo! Who the blazes are you? Get back from the Angel. What? Sontarans! 
Shankaha! You brought your fight into real time. Take your war, your cruel, senseless time war, and leave. You speak their language? Oh, yes. The cigarettes. What? Separate and commence search. I'm the only chance you have. Doctor, the, the rain. He's trying to snuff out his torch. Keep your eyes on it. Don't even blink. This sector of space was contaminated by temporal flux. Why has security not reached that room? These blocks all around. The, the angel could be anywhere. Give us the secrets of the humans. If you're a time lord, you can make things better. If you bring the time war here, they will have to live with the consequences. You may be able to control humans, but you will never understand them. Any moment now, the infamous doctor will be nothing but carbonized molecules. No, no, stop! Doctor Who. Classic Doctor's New Monsters, Volume 1. The Angel. I can't see it. I can't see anything. Big finish. We love stories. Gabby, I think it's coming. Joel? I love Joel. you. Yeah, look, it's such a great bunch of writers here. Phil Mulrine doing The Angels, uh, Simon Barnard and Paul Morris doing The Jadoon. That was fun to do. And uh, James Goss doing The Sycorax and Andrew Smith uh, doing a bit of Sontaha there. So, yeah, that's that's a corker of a release. I can't remember. I don't think I was... I don't know. <laughs> was I actually <laughs> at the recording for it or did I provide The Jadoon later? Hmm... We shall never know, because my memory has faded. Anyway, great sound design from Howard Carter, Martin Montague and Ian Meadows. Yeah, oh, Howard Carter did the music. Well, you're, you know. And if you like that, you might be interested in uh, Time War 3, Time War 2, Time War 4 and Paternoster Gang Heritage 1, according to our uh, <laughs> website. Anyway, there you are, Ran. Um, you've done us proud there. The 25% discount listeners if you want that go to bigfinish.com and find the latest podcast there's a podcast tab there's an audiobook um, tab you can find the podcasts in the uh, podcast range or on the home page halfway down there's the latest podcast there's some text underneath it and it says the randomoid electron also features click here you click there then what do you do once you've clicked there benji you enter in the code buck up b u c k u p no capitals no punctuation no weird doodles just those letters strung together and you will get your discount super easy it's not hard it's all to play for well thanks ran what a corker time now of course for us to say goodbye in the style of the seventh doctor and of course the sixth doctor uh, and Benny I as don't well. Know. So. How do you do that? Ace! Ace! Money. Uh, how do you do the sixth doctor? Well, I suppose you say things a bit like this. Oh, and uh. Benny, goddess. Oh, I think you won it there. I think you won <laughs> Sounded it Sounded just there. like Lisa, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> right then, here's the first 15 minutes of the Sixth Doctor Adventure, Doctor Who, The Plight of the Pimpernel by Chris Chapman and starring Colin Baker and Nicola Bryant. <laughs> Thank you. 
Let's see another head. Ooh, he looks very posh, this one. And scared out of his wits. <laughs> Serves him right. Filthy monarchist! Happy now? Very happy. Who's next? Pretty sight. Hey, you can't leave your cart here. Get it off the street. Oh, here we go, Queenie. Incognito. Hey, are you deaf? Undertaker. What? Undertaker, my cart is loaded with coffins. I am here to fill them. By order of Citizen Robespierre. Huh. I wasn't informed. Oh, don't take that to heart, my friend. Can you direct me to your cells? I like to gain the measurements of the soon-to-be-deceased. <laughs> Horrible souls, that they are. Attends, les idiots! Comment s'y avait-on all day? Imbécile, bring them out! Let's see the voice of their eyes before they see the bottom of the basket. <laughs> You don't need to knock. We are your prisoners. Please, do you have to be so rude? We are still gentlemen. Just a visit from your friendly local undertaker. Butchers. Frederick. Rest assured, my family will pay nothing to you. Oh, I wouldn't even dream of asking. Your... your English? Uh, if you like. Now, come on. I have a pair of oak coffins that should fit you both to a tea. That does not sound inviting. Uh, coffins aren't so bad if you're still breathing when you're in one. Well, unless they bury you like that. Happened to me a few times, I can tell you. You are here to rescue us. In a coffin. Correct. Your alternative is the sharp embrace of Madame la Guillotine. You're... You're him, aren't you? Hmm? Oh, him? Yeah, well, yes, I suppose I am. Yeah. You are currently being rescued by... The Scarlet Pimpernel! Next one should have been up by now. These posh types do move slow sometimes. No, something's wrong. Look at the executioner. He looks sad. Whoa, that Queenie, whoa! Hold up now. Gentlemen! Rise and shine. We are safe. As safe as I can offer. You are a wonder. How pleasant of you to say so. Now, let's get you both some fresh air, shall we? There we go. Oh, Pimponet, we owe you our lives. Oh, you owe me nothing. But this is perhaps an opportunity for you to start anew. A clean slate ah, in the countryside. Make the most of it there. Thank you. Thank you. You are welcome. Now, 
I must be on my way. Answer me this. Oh, sir. Who are you? Really? The Pimpernel's true identity must remain a secret, at least while lives are at stake. Farewell. Thank you. Thank you, Pimpernel. Trot on, Queenie. Just through here, citizen, sir. I'm glad that you wish to atone for your mistakes. In any way I can, citizen, sir. Your mysterious undertaker. Describe him. Uh, tall, wore black, had coffins. Very helpful, Bissing. Here we are. Not much to see now, I'm afraid. Uh, the cell may be empty, but not of evidence. Though I sense this memento was meant to be found. That's... That's his flower, isn't it? <laughs> a pimpernel. A scarlet pimpernel. Then it was him. <laughs> Contain your excitement. This will be his last such calling card. Citizen, sir. On orders from Citizen Robespierre, I will hunt this pimpernel. And I will bring him here, to the scene of his crime, to make the acquaintance of Madame la Guillotine. Then, only flowers will be at the weight of the scarlet pimpernel. Positive recognition. Scarlet pimpernel. Justice will be done. Well done, Skipper. Pleasant crossing. I think a spell on English soil will suit me very well. There we are. Back in Blighty. Hello, Dr. Smith. Ah, Oliver. Thank you for coming to meet me. Oh, you are most welcome, sir. <laughs> Can I help with your bags? Oh, that's kind. But let's share the load, shall we? You are a gentleman, Doctor. I do hope so. I must say, I do admire your command of colour. I've never known a medic dressed so extravagantly. Oh, thank you, Oliver. My European excursion required a more sombre tone, but it's good to be back at my best. I trust your trip was a success. Oh, very much. A medical conference, did you say? Indeed. Lives were saved. Oh, I am glad. And how is his lordship's health? Ah, oh, still in doubt, I regret to say. Her ladyship has been a constant at his side. Yes, that's a particular virtue of hers. Lady Blakeney! Lady Blakeney! Please, Nancy, count to five and then tell me what's wrong. Yes, my lady. One, two, three, four. You're all right now. Don't worry about five. What is it? It's the musicians, my lady. I've heard from the village that our two violinists have come down with an awful flu. Well, then we'll have to cope without violins. Plenty of instruments left. My lady. Who's next? Chickens, my lady. Chickens, cook? I'm going to have Henry lop their little heads off. How many are you wanting? I 
think we will need every chicken at your disposal. His Lordship is expecting well over 100 guests. Right you are, Your Ladyship. Poor old chickens. Oh, Charlie, those decorations are looking lovely. Beautiful, bright colours. I approve. Glad you like them, Your Ladyship. My only thought is, and you may hate me for saying this, I think they might look nicer at the other end of the ballroom. Oh. Oh, right, Mum. But you've done it once. You'll be so much quicker the second time round. Right you are. <laughs> you are a sweetheart. I will get this house in order if it kills me. Your Ladyship. Terence! I wanted to confirm the protocol. What would a butler be without protocol? Tradition dictates that you and his Lordship would welcome your guests, but in his current state of health... Sir Percy's friend, Dr. John Smith, will help welcome our guests. Forgive my impudence, my lady, but are you sure that is the best way to proceed? Tongues may wag to see a new bride on the arm of another man. <laughs> Good heavens, Terence. Have you met the doctor? I think it will be immediately clear to all that Sir Percy has nothing to worry about. And you're sure that this is... Knowing that his annual ball shall go ahead has given my husband great strength. That pleases me immensely. I assume it pleases you too? Of course, Your Ladyship. Ah, please excuse me. It's time to set a few more tongues wagging. Thank you, Oliver. Quite all right, sir. I'll have your luggage taken up to your room. Good man. Why, Dr. Smith, what a pleasure to have you back with us. Your ladyship. You look radiant. I trust you are well. Oh, to some extent. I appear to have become head of a very busy household. Your return may at least mean that some of that burden can be shared. I am at your disposal. That's reassuring. Doctor, exactly how long do we have to keep this up? Shh. How's our patient? No clue how we're going to get all this done in time for Saturday. Oh, you'll do it with aplomb, I'm sure. What's up with you, then? Oh, I'm fine. It's just... <sighs> well, do you ever get the feeling that you're being kept in the dark? What? You run out of candles? Uh, there's a lot of gossip round the town. All these comings and goings. New wives, new doctors. And it makes me feel... Well, a bit thick, if I'm honest. But I can't figure it out. Oliver, sweetheart. Just keep your head down and do your job. And while you're at it, take this tray up to his lordship, will you? Right you are, cook. Right you are. Let's see how Sir Percy is today. There he is. There he is. Doctor, how wonderful to have you back in one piece. Oh, Sir Percy. I must say I'm glad to see you smiling. Paris. Tell me of Paris. It's all I've been able to think about. Percy, calm down. You'll hurt yourself. Milady, even a bed-bound wretch deserves the occasional excitement. <laughs> Milady, 
Don't get carried away. We're not even... My trusting household calls you, milady, and so shall I. Now, Doctor, Paris. Well, Percy, what can I say? Other Pimpernel rode in, did some daring do, and departed with much haste. I endeavoured to be just as heroic as I imagine you would have been. And lives were saved? Several. You should be proud. Doctor, I am of you. <laughs> Thank you for fighting on the good fight in the name of the Scarlet Pimpernel. <laughs> you are welcome. I must say, it's always been a little fantasy of mine to play the part. The master of disguise, the mystery man, all quite charming. And you, Lady Blakeney, I sense you have faced an equally titanic foe. That's no way to talk about Cook. <laughs> she means very well. In my four years as lord of this house, she's proved her worth many times at the dinner table. She's a pain. She is that, too. Do you think we will be ready in time? Percy, are you really still insisting on doing this? Doctor, believe me, I've tried. The winter ball of Highmore House has been held every year for a century without fail. I am keen to preserve the customs of my ancestors. These things are important. They're not as important as your health. Perry... Tell me about our patient. How has he been? Uh, would his lordship like me to be discreet? <sighs> Not in the slightest. <laughs> well then, our Pimpernel has indeed been scarlet. And then pretty much every other color under the sun. <sighs> Percy, your pain, is it considerable? Oh, it is nothing. Come now, husband. Let's not lie. It is not ideal. No. Let's have a look under those bandages, shall we? Back in your old cell. It's poetic, that is. It's inhuman. Why would you bring me back to this? Justice. The Pimpernel can save you from that. But maybe I can. <laughs> Who are you? My name is Citizen Philip Donna. And I seek the man who saved you from these walls. If you wish to leave this cell and keep your head on your shoulders, you will tell me everything you know. I know nothing that can help you. You will know something. You've been listening to a Big Finish production. You know the drill. Rate, review and subscribe.